Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. There's desperation and anguish. More than 80,000 Afghans have since arrived in America. But this story is still unfolding. I'm Andrea Smartin. In my new podcast, Stranger Becomes Neighbor, we'll find out what happens to these new arrivals in our communities. Who would help our newest neighbors? Follow us at kslpodcast.com, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. And welcome to this week's edition of Utah Weekly Forum. I'm your host, Rebecca Cressman, and I love that today we're going to be talking about digging into your roots, digging into your family history, and the opportunity we have as a community to attend Roots Tech. You hear about it, and you're wondering, what is happening within Roots Tech? What's in it for me? So we decided to go ahead and bring in, and I'll say the big guns, the, the, the VIPs. Tara Bergeson is the Director of Content for Roots Tech. So basically everything that we'll be exposed to and be able to attend is part of the vision you've had, Tara, for Roots Tech? Well, it's not just my vision. It's a whole team's vision. But yeah, we have a great team and it is a fabulous event to go to. If you have not been, we highly recommend it. And we're going to talk about that. It's not just for professional genealogists that oh, and to no. the corner. This is for all of us of all uh, varying degrees trying yes. to learn more about our family history. Tyler Staley is a marketing manager with Roots Tech. Tyler, thank you so much for joining us. I Thanks mentioned that. Making. This is for everybody. It is. And, and that's what we see every year at Roots Tech. We, you know, we see our advanced experts coming. But we also see, you know, these up-and-comers just getting started in family history or wanting to learn more. There's so much there for them as well. So when we used to say the word family history, I, there were images that were evoked for me. I would think of this old kind of long legal um, uh, bounded journal we would have in our house. When you'd open it up and there'd be a few boxes and you'd fill that in. And then we... And you'd cough, right? <laughs> from the dust. <laughs> from the dust. That and kept... you might run and hide in a dark corner. So family history is so much more than the dates we put on paper. Right. We're making history right now, Rebecca, as part of our own history and our family's history. Every day when I post something to Instagram or Snapchat or Facebook, I'm documenting my family history, whether that be my children in that picture, whether that be me, my spouse, whether that be my mother baking cookies with her grandchildren. We're documenting it right now today. It's not just that old book that you cough when the dust explodes out of it or those pictures hidden somewhere in between the walls. It is everything we do every single day. What was is the vision of Roots Tech? Yeah, Roots Tech really tries to bring, I mean, you're hard pressed probably to find a, an industry that has been as influenced by technology as the family history industry, right? I mean, over the past 20 years, like you mentioned, we've gone from shoeboxes and dusty old attics to family history being available on our phones, right? I can open up an app or, or go to a website on my phone and, and read my grandmother's story or my great grandmother's uh, journal inserts. And so Roots Tech really tries to bring, you know, both our, the old records together plus the technology and uh, make it easy for everyone to get engaged that way. One of the most exciting uh, moments, exciting moments for me occurred just a week ago when I clicked on a new function that I hadn't seen before on an app that said map my ancestor. And uh, next thing I know, we went from her birthplace that was listed on the on the electronic page, right, all the way to the map of the, the Yucatan in Mexico mm -hmm. and seeing that she was born on a little seaside uh, city that I had been pretty close to when I was 19 and kind of touring that area. That connection felt that much more real. And what is it about that, that looking into our family history, what is it about that connection that just kind of seems to be so fulfilling for us? 
You know, I think everyone, it's just an innate human want and need and desire to feel like we connect to something and we belong to something bigger than who we are. It helps us in everyday lives, whether there's struggles we're going through or goals we're trying to achieve as we connect with people that have come before us, as you connected with that grandmother and knew that you had walked probably in the same place as she had walked there was a deeper feeling, a sense of something greater. And that is what drives, I think, so many people. You know, family history and genealogy is one of the most searched items on Google. And it's been that way for years. For years. For years. So people young and old, I have two young children, one's 11 and one's 13. And believe it or not, they love to come to Roots Tech. It is the highlight of their year. They plan with their friends how they can get them there. And their friends now come to me and they want to attend this event. They want to be there. They want to feel that connection. And we tell each other there's this electric vibrance in the Salt Palace during this convention because there's so many connections and such a sense of belonging that happens when we're able to connect with things that have gone on before us. For those who have just joined us, that's uh, Tara Bergeson. She's the Director of Content for Roots Tech. Also joining us in studio, Tyler Staley, the Marketing Manager. I haven't said the dates yet, so let's make sure we know it. Opens up officially is at February 28th? Correct. February 28th through March 3rd, and we're at the Salt Palace Convention Center. And is it the type of conference where you get a pass and you attend all days, or what are some of the options? Yeah, so you, there is, we have a couple different options for whatever you may be interested in. We have a Roots Tech Pass, which uh, you can purchase, and that's a, a full four-day uh, conference experience. You have access to over 300 classes and all of our keynote sessions. We also have daily passes. So if you could just come to one day, you could purchase a Roots Tech Pass on Thursday or Friday. And then we also have a Getting Started Pass. And that's kind of geared for our audience members who are just coming to the family history realm, wanting to learn more. And uh, that pass is a little bit cheaper. It starts at $69 right now. And uh, so those are those are kind of our options there. So when we say getting started, um, what type of experiences are we have? Do we have a chance to be exposed to if we are just getting started in family history? Sure. So when we build the conference, we want to make sure that we include as much in that getting started pass as if you were to buy the Roots Tech Pass, but on a beginner level. So if you don't feel comfortable using your cell phone as a way to take a picture, or if you don't feel comfortable using your computer or looking for records, we try to make sure that we start you in the very beginning. Some of our first beginning classes are, what are the five things I need to know to get started? And we grow from there. So we teach you on technology, whether it is how to take the best picture using your cell phone, or whether it is how to find records in an area that you're not familiar with, or what even is a record? Some people don't even know what a record is. And, and that's perfectly fine. We want to help you in what you feel is important and what your journey is about. Everyone has a chance to do family history. It's not just about names and dates. There's so much more there to learn and for everyone to kind of pick what works for them. You have some big names coming out. You you have experts. We do. Uh, I'm teachers. really excited, actually. I, I want us to drop some names before we uh, talk about some sure. of the workshops. Uh, Scott Hamilton, because the Olympics are going <laughs> yes, on. Yes. If you've yes. been watching the Olympics, they will close. Closing ceremonies are the Sunday before Roots Tech. And then Scott Hamilton will be on a flight headed to Salt Lake City, Utah, to present his as a keynote. And he has an amazing story. He's a wonderful philanthropist. He was adopted as a young boy. And of course, we all love him for his skating career. So he will light up our stage and, and 
hopefully tell us, I imagine, a wonderful story about how family and connection has helped him through his life. And he's one of those that, and of course, a lot of celebrities or athletes, their life is kind of unveiled before us as we get to know them and cheer for him and hope that he got the gold medal, seeing him get the gold medal on and and then later learning that he had cancer and then still cheering for him. There's something about Scott Hamilton's personality that is so magnetic and so generous that it's wonderful to have a chance to meet him in person, which you're going to have a chance to do at Rootstock. Yes, he will be on stage on Friday to keynote, and I'm sure we'll present an amazing keynote session. Thursday, we have Brandon Stanton, who is the author and creator of the blog Humans of New York. And that has been viral. If I just wanted to drop that, if you haven't had a chance, his photography... The way he captures life is fantastic. So tell us mm-hmm. more about him. Right. He, so actually, he's been traveling. I don't know if you follow him on Humans of New York, either on Facebook or Instagram. He's been uh, in Indonesia for the past 60 days. So again, another person traveling hundreds of thousands or I guess thousands of miles <laughs> to come to Roots Tech to talk about how he's able to capture these stories. I am a huge fan of his and to see these photos and the stories that he matches up with them, they are raw, but they can invoke such feeling, uh, such warmth and laughter and tears. Some of my favorite ones that he posts are, he titles a micro fashion. And there are these cute little kids in costumes or mismatched clothing, but they evoke such emotion in us and family history stories. We all have them can evoke that much emotion as well. So he'll be on our stage on Thursday. I appreciated that. Again, that's Brandon Stanton. And if you have not had a chance to um, follow him, I invite you to do it. I just started to follow him on Instagram a few weeks ago, even though I've known of him. Mm-hmm. But I, I just started on Instagram. And what he does, uh, in addition to everything else, is that he shows that you can tell a powerful story with a short amount of words. And I think sometimes in family history, we think, oh, I'm going to have to sit down and type for about five days to put down that family history. And yet we can grab family history nuggets, right? One One at a time. Yeah. Yeah. One of my favorite things that uh, Family Search has recently come out with is 52 stories. And it is literally just a question that you ask once a week. And by the end of the year, you have a family history. You have your own personal history. And it's questions like, what do you remember about your schoolroom growing up? What colors were your bedroom painted? When was your first kiss? Just small little snippets that you can take time to write a little bit of your story or your parents' stories. There are even great conversation starters if you're having a party or if something you, if like If you that. want to get the story yeah. of your mom or dad or grandma or grandpa. So that's yes. on Family Search. That's with Family Search. And with the technology we have today, you can pull out your iPhone, your Android device, you can record it. And then there's so many options to share it with other people. So not only are you getting the story, but now you get to hear that voice. And I know how important it is for us to hear people. I remember uh, just a few months ago, my dad was doing some family history and found some audio clips of a funeral of his father. Mm. And he sat and cried listening to these people talk about his father, but also hearing some of the other deceased family members that had passed on at that point it was a very emotional moment for him. He had never, you know, his memory was vague at that point of who these people were. And he had lost that connection and it brought it back to him. And I love that you share that because the technology 
before was a little bit harder to be able to record audio and maybe video. And it's so much more available to us. And yet, as you mentioned, if you're daunted by how to do that, there's getting started classes at RootsTech to to make you feel confident about your ability. So Brandon Stanton, you said speaking on Thursday, Scott Hamilton is a keynote speaker. So he goes, which he's which, on, Friday. on Friday. He's on Friday. Yeah. Natalia yeah. Laforgade. Now that's how I would pronounce it. <laughs> she is the Mexican pop rock singer. And tell yeah. me when she'll be performing. She'll, she'll be on our stage on Saturday morning. And Natalia, we're really excited to have her. You know, she's kind of burst onto the scene lately. Uh, she sings the hit song, Remember Me in Disney Pixar's Coco as part of their closing credits. And uh, that song, you know, it has has gone viral and is is up for a couple of awards. Every kid can sing that. Re- every kid, yeah, uh-huh. and, and grandma recognizes that one and and she'll actually be singing that at the Academy Awards um a few days after Roots Tech as well. And so we're really excited to have her on the stage on Saturday morning. And, and if we have a Saturday pass, we'll have a chance. Yes, yes. if you have a Saturday pass, mm-hmm. you'll get to hear her sing. Um we're excited for her. In fact, she'll be singing for us on Saturday as a keynote and then on Sunday at the Academy Awards performing. Talk about a turnaround. Mm -hmm. Talk about a turnaround. Well, and and that whole Remember Me, it it has so many meanings, doesn't it, for family history. And the movie itself, I come from a Latina heritage, Mm -hmm. and so many people who also come from a Latina heritage had said how that that movie helped uh, them feel a greater sense of pride um, and uh, of the richness, the color, the music, uh, the the traditions yeah. um, that that is in the Mexican American heritage. It's beautiful, and it's beautiful. And so I loved that. And and again with family history, that's part of the opportunity we have is to capture to memorialize. Song is one big part of that. Music you know? is huge. Mm-hmm. Yes, it is. It it reminds us, and it again music can bring forth emotion along with food last year our conference was all about food we had buddy velastro come and a cake competition we talked about the importance of food in our families and in family history smell is a strong sense that can again evoke emotion and yeah. we want to be connected the theme that we have this year for our 2018 conference is connect belong and it is so fitting that we have chosen this theme since we all want to connect and belong Connect, Belong, that is the theme of the 2018 Roots Tech, which opens up February 28th, runs through March 3rd. 3rd. Thank you. I was trying to do the math because (laughs) 30 days has September. Uh, And we are inviting you to learn a little bit more about your family history and the conference itself. We're joined in studio by Tara Bergeson, the Director of Content, as well as Tyler Staley, the Marketing Manager. And you said smell. And as soon as you said that, I could remember Pond's Cold Cream, which is what my grandmother Mm -hmm. used, one of my grandmothers, to moisturize. It was it was Mm. those kind of powerful, but I've never documented that. So it's an opportunity for us to to reconnect. Another one of your keynote speakers, Henry Louis Gates Jr. Tell me about him. Yeah, Henry Louis Gates Jr. Louis, thank you. Yeah, we're really excited again. He'll also be on on Saturday. um, You know, and he he's a Harvard professor, very uh, uh, a respected author. And he actually hosts a popular show on PBS called Finding Your Roots, where he'll sit down with American celebrities or actresses and um, reveal to them their family history and, and help them see their own family stories. Very popular show. You know, if you follow uh, anything in the family history industry, you've probably seen it. So we're really excited to have him on stage. He brings a wealth of experience of research and uh, how to use DNA and family history. And you mentioned his show. He's Emmy award-winning show. Yeah. Yes. Right. Henry Louis Gates Jr. And mm-hmm. you said Friday, 
He's Saturday. On, he's on Saturday. Yeah, as I'm well. going to try to get yeah, my days right. <laughs> but if, if what website should we go to, to to take a look at what's offered on different days and the different passes? Everything's there at rootstech.org. If you go to rootstech.org, you'll see a, a little button on our homepage that say with all our keynote speakers. Uh, you can click there to learn more about each of them. Now, what about the expo hall? Wow, what's going to be Let in that me tell expo you, hall? Wow, <laughs> that expo hall is huge. Um, we do offer a, fr- a one-day pass that you can buy on site to come to just our expo hall because it is so large. We have over 200 exhibitors, and they range from ancestry, find my past, my heritage, family search, all the way to DNA companies, as well as companies that help with cloud storage and photos and stories. And it's just a massive hall. We also offer classes inside our expo hall. So you can come in for about a 20-minute class, learn more, whether it be about records or it be about Ancestry's DNA, those kinds of things. Um, We also have what we call Coach's Corner, where if you're stuck, maybe you've been doing genealogy for a little while, right? you're going to get stuck. Records just don't exist in some places or they've been destroyed. We have brought in some genealogists that are credentials and can help you maybe find another aspect. They may not be able to break down that brick wall, right? Or find that person you're looking for, but they're there to help guide and direct you. And another fun thing we added last year to our Expo Hall is the Heirloom Showcase. Now, we we can't bring in big, large hutches you know, to determine a time frame. But if you bring in a picture or a small item, a quilt maybe that was handed down or some clothing or something, they can kind of give you an idea of a time frame of when that was. And or that's where so exciting from. when I watch PBS and I watch the yeah. show and the auction and they yeah. bring it out. And I want to know the history of that. Yeah. So you can bring some of that. And that's, yeah. you said, heritage. That's our heirloom, heirloom showcase. Yes. Okay. And again, that's offered in the expo hall. So if you want to come in and kind of get a feel for what's going on and maybe just look around, you're curious, you can buy a pass to the expo hall on site any of those days. Let's talk a bit about some of the topics of the workshops. I know you have a ton that you'll be offering for different levels, but just give us a sample, some ideas of some of the uh, the things we'll be learning about in terms of family history. So we have over 40 classes on DNA. Just uh, just, just DNA. Yeah. That's it. Um, and that ranges from everything of how do I know what DNA tests to take? There are so many companies out there that offer DNA. Yes. And they offer a wide variety of different DNA tests, whether it be just family history, whether it be health related or any of those other kinds of things. We have speakers that can help you determine maybe where to start with taking a DNA test. And then we, of course, have classes and labs. We do offer labs that can teach you, what do you do with those results? What does it mean that I'm 98% Scandinavian? What what does that mean? <laughs> Especially when um, the borders of Northern Europe ch- have changed Shifted so much in time. Changed, right, mm-hmm. right. And then we also have classes for those that maybe have had their DNA tests, they figured some things out, now they want to take it to the next level. So DNA is a huge topic this year. We have a lot of classes on records. People want to know, where are the records? What do I do? What does this record tell me? And we try to cover the entire world. We're even bringing in some classes on Chinese um, and how to do family history in places in Asia, just because that is one of the most difficult places. They have these big, large scrolls that they literally handwrite. The family history upon. Mm -hmm. Yes, they'll have pictures of these people and the homes they live in. And so we have a couple of classes even on Chinese, but 
but a lot of European records that will be available. We try to build our class schedule around the attendees that are coming. So we've done a lot of research to figure out what do they need, where where are their records, to try and help get the most record information to them in the best possible and way. And I'll be humble here and let you know that I'm between beginner and before intermediate when it comes to family history. And I will get fired up and I will open up that laptop and I am now documenting things and then I'll hit a roadblock and then the excitement starts to uh, you know, fizzle because mm-hmm. I can't figure it out and then the app isn't working and then I'll put it down and sometimes it might be a couple of months before I have the courage to do it again. The thing that I love about Roots Tech is that whatever that obstacle is, 99.9% chance there's somebody there that's going to say, here's how you get over that hurdle. Yes, definitely. And Our- there's people, other people there that have the same hurdle. Yeah. And, and you meet with them and you talk and you hear their story and it's, it's a community. You kind of overcome some of those things together. Yeah. Our prisoners are so willing to meet with the people in their classes. They will take time out of their day. They will schedule time to meet with you to try and help you. They want to help you. They want you to succeed. We then also have classes on photos and stories. Photos are a big thing. We capture a photo now all the time. Mm-hmm. I don't know how many photos I take in a day anymore. But we are always capturing photos and stories and how to marry them into one. One of our prisoners is Maureen Taylor, the photo detective, and she teaches how to look at a photo and determine what time frame it was taken in based off of the clothing or the style of the photo and different things like that to try and help you overcome some of those roadblocks that you may have. And where do I look for records or what time frame is this even? Because I have no idea what census these people may be in. So lots of photos and story classes as well. I appreciate that so much because it's one part of my family that we've dug much more into the history because it's been a bit challenging. And so we've we've all been focusing on that. And then I had to step back for a minute and think, you know what, this whole part of my family history, my father's, you know, father's family, I know so very little. And when I began to look back, what I didn't know was someone had already gathered black and white photos of their farmstead in 18, you know, what was it, 1820 or something, I mean, or 1830. It was just right there. I could see and look at these old black and white photos of them looking so serious in front of that house that they had built. And immediately it, it, it felt like an invitation to to get to know these people that have been waiting mm-hmm. to be discovered. Yeah, it's crazy how much you actually do discover has already been done. Sometimes when you log in, like you say, and you know, I, I had that same experience a couple months ago when I logged in and looked at my family tree again on Family Search, and a, another story of my great uh, great great grandmother had been added to the to her memory that I I hadn't I had never read, and so I was able to read some of her life in Switzerland before she came across the plains and. And it was just a story I hadn't read, and that was fun to see something that my cousin had added, um, but I benefited from. And it's interesting is is that they say that history books are full of stories that have been written by people who want us to remember certain stories for certain reasons. And and I have looked back, and I had you know a family heritage of, of pioneers who came across and a Mormon battalion member. And mm-hmm. most of our family history is what about him? Then I started thinking, what about her? Where was she? How did she handle winter quarters all those months without food? And and yeah. and, and, and it, that, that was really important is discovering some of the untold stories. Yeah, and women are some of the hardest to do research on because it just wasn't normal for us to document women. 
um, men were the breadwinners and that's who all the finances went through and who owned the land and all of those kinds of things. And so it was, it's easy to find the men, but women, it's so much more difficult to find. I remember going through a census. Uh, I think it was a 1910 census. And I found that my grandmother was identified as an octoroon. And I thought, an octoroon? I've never even heard that term. And at that time, that's how they identified someone they believed was one-eighth either African-American or one-eighth Indian. And and uh, mm-hmm. and so that started as we'd always heard that she was Tarahumara India from parts of Chihuahua, Mexico, um, and haven't been able to establish that yet. We're still trying to find mm-hmm. uh, that because uh, until they were brought into the Catholic churches to be christened and married, they didn't have records. So it's, it's just fascinating right. to, try, mm-hmm. to try to find. So if you had a DNA test done then to right. possibly see... If it can pinpoint but what DNA test to take, that's why I need we to go have to a class stuff. for that. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, that's where the stories lie. And I know people, we see it all the time where they take the DNA test and they find a cousin, a second cousin or a third cousin because it starts to connect on so many levels. We have stories of people even connecting on site that they never knew. One of our areas in the Exo Hall is called the Discovery Zone, and they have these large, large TV screens where you can go in and put some information in, and it shows who you're related to, and it goes back many years, you know, if they crossed on the Mayflower and things like that. And there were two women, not with each other at the time, but one was going through this process on this large screen, and she happened to hit on a particular ancestor, and the woman next to her started to cry. They were related and they had no idea. They hadn't come to the conference together. Just standing next to each other. They just happened to be standing next to each other. And she cried because she didn't realize she, you know, she had some stories that she didn't know her family. And now she did. And here she was standing next to a cousin that she had never, ever met. I would be remiss to not ask you quickly. We have just a few minutes about kids. You mentioned right at the beginning that your young kids cannot wait for Roots Tech. What can our children, what can we anticipate that our kids can explore at Roots Tech? So Saturday is a free day for families. We call it Family Discovery Day. It is associated with the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, but we invite all families to come. We have a large expo hall that we will actually be extending on Saturday, and we're going to have some fun things for them to learn about. All of our vendors get involved with that. I think it's World of Sports this year is kind of going along with the Olympics there, right? So we'll have a soccer field, some baseball. What else, Tyler? Some ping pong, golf. I love golf simulators because I can't I don't want to spend time finding <laughs> yeah. that ball. It'd, it'd right. be better to be digital. <laughs> but along with that, we have companies that are willing to, you know, one of the companies is creating uh, balloon hats uh, that will look like DNA molecules. Wow. And yeah. so lots of things for families. We're having some face painting and other things. And we have learned that the kids love to get involved just as much as the parents. And it ignites the spark, doesn't it? It really does. At a young it really age. does. Tara Bergeson, Director of Content for Roots Tech. Tyler Staley, our Marketing Manager of Roots Tech. It is coming February 28th through March 3rd. 3rd. <laughs> I'm going to get that. And lots of different individual passes for you to purchase. Remembering Family Day on Saturday is free. It is free. They okay. do need to register, but it is free. Okay, but and tell us again, where do we register? RootsTech.org. It's been fascinating talking to both of you. Thank you so much for demystifying a bit about family history and letting us know what is available for us. Thank you again for joining us on this week's edition of Utah Weekly Forum.